Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, it's Gina Stevens. Welcome to Belois Radio, where we bring you digital marketing tips, expert interviews, and industry news for community media, community radio, and independent media. Visit our website at belwamedia.com. Welcome to Belwar Radio. I am your host, Gina Stevens, and joining me is Brian Scott, Executive Director of Berkeley Community Media in Berkeley, California. Welcome, Brian, and thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me on. This is great. So, Brian, I want you to tell us a little bit about um, Berkeley Community Media before we jump into some of the questions I have. Um, the show is designed to help people who don't really know a lot about community media to learn about community media. That's part of what we do is help people learn a little bit more about community media and what community media organizations and centers across the country do. So if you can give us a better idea of what Berkeley Community Media does, that would be great. Okay. Uh, well, we're the public education and government television station and uh, training facility and production facility in Berkeley, California. So we provide, um, first of all, we provide to the community any kind of equipment they would need to make a television show. So they can do field production, which would be our HD cameras. We would teach them how to use those and our lighting kits and microphones and um different setup. We have uh, some pretty high-end filmmaking equipment that people can use to make their films. We're trying to get more people who are really uh, filmmakers into the studio because for years it's been pretty much uh, community activism um, and education uh, shows as well as political shows and religious shows. And so we've had a lot of th uh, things coming through the studio that are really community-based things. And we're trying to get more filmmakers in there because uh, we've been doing some film festivals and so on and so forth. So we provide faci uh, the facilities and equipment and training so that people can learn how to edit on Final Cut Pro or Premiere, um, field production classes, as I said, and we've also got a small green screen studio, a three-camera uh, green screen studio that runs a TriCaster Mini, which is a really powerful studio production software on a, a proprietary computer, as well as a large studio where we can bring bands in, we can be, bring really big productions into that studio, and we train people in that. On top of that, we also teach people how to direct their shows once they learn the equipment and we do screenwriting classes and we do animation classes um, and uh, just provide the, the community with information about the city, about using the equipment, and then we provide the facilities for them as well. On top of that, we have two That's a lot panels. of services. That, that's a lot of services that you provide, a lot of uh, educational services that you provide. I'm sorry to 
to cut you off, but before I forget to ask, um, these are some great services. I'm hearing uh, filmmaking. That's huge. And I'm thinking uh, people who want to create their own independent film, you're providing literally all of the tools that can help them do that. You're providing um, Mm -hmm. green screen to teach them how to do directing, screenwriting, animation. You're teaching them how to do all of that. So I'm wondering, does a person have to actually live in Berkeley to use these services? Because I, I, that's great. So I'm just wondering, do they have to live there I mean, in the immediate Berkeley area to be able to use, the, to, have a, to actually use your services for this? Well, we originally had an, a, an agreement with the city when they got the franchise money. So most, <clears throat> most of the franchise money for years came through the city from the local cable provider. So they would pay a franchise fee that appeared on everyone's bill, and then that money would go to the city, and then they would stream it through to us, and we'd be able to provide it for the for the community. Uh, we also cover all of the government meetings, the city council, zoning adjustment board, rent board, and school board meetings, on top of doing all the other things we do. And they used to have a section in the contract where we could only provide these services for Berkeley residents. However, because of the tight budget that the uh, Berkeley has, they had to stop increasing any funding that we had. They actually took about $40,000 out of our budget back in 2004. And we haven't had an increase since 2004. So I went to the city and said, you know, we can't really live on this. We have to find another way to bring in income. So can we open it up to other communities, other people? So they uh, allowed us to do that. They also allowed us to do media services so we can now uh, rent out or or, um, hire out some of our employees to take the equipment and go cover the meetings for the people that need it because the way public access is set up is that you as the public come in, learn how to use the equipment, and then we facilitate you using it but we never did any production before that. So, yes, it is available to people outside of Berkeley. They have to pay a little bit more, but um, they can still come in and use the facilities. Um, we've also, we because we have two channels, our one channel is for public access, and we provide anybody who sends in their shows, they have to take responsibility for the copyright and all of that and the content, but they can send us the show and we'll put it on the air when we need filler. Now, if somebody from outside of Berkeley wants to put a show on and they want to have a specific slot every week for their show, then they would need to become a member. So that's another way that we kind of bring in a little revenue. And we have a few shows that do that. They become members and they say, I want every Tuesday at you know 4 o'clock to, for my show to air or 5 o'clock. Okay. Can you give me an idea of what some of these costs are? Because you talked about um, people who have to pay a little bit more because they're not in Berkeley, um, people who have to pay to become a member, and then there are people who are actually community members. So what is the price difference between those people who are Berkeley community members? What do they pay? People who are outside of Berkeley, what do they have to pay? And then what is the cost of a membership? Okay. So uh, actually the cost, we do charge for the classes, but the membership cost for a person who lives within the boundaries of Berkeley is $60 a year. 
So for $60 a year, you're a member. Uh, we actually used to uh, charge 40 for years, and then recently we decided that we needed to up that. So it's $60 a year for a Berkeley member and $120 for anybody outside of Berkeley. Okay. So that, that's and for that the membership. Costs, okay. That's for the membership. And then the cost of the classes range from our Express Studio class, which is two nights long, is $30. Our field production class is $60. Our main studio class is $80, and then the most expensive class we have, because we have to bring in somebody who's certified to train uh, Apple products, is our Final Cut Pro class, and that's $120. So really, for under $400, $500, you can take all of our classes, become a member, pay for the whole year, and use all of our facilities for the rest of your membership. That is... That is great. That is a great um, cost, and very. I think that that is um, something that's doable for a person who um, wants to make a film. I mean, I can't even imagine what it costs any place else to learn all these things and actually produce them. So, um, and I honestly believe that there are a lot of people who have no idea this even exists. These types of services exist in their community. So I, I think that um, that's something that more people need to learn about. So I appreciate you um, providing us um, with that information. So your screenwriting workshop, can you yes. tell me a little bit more about your screenwriting workshop? I saw that mentioned on your website. Right. Um, so we recently started doing this uh, workshop. Um, and it was uh, taught by uh, Meja TMA. She's a, a writer, producer, director, and she's also doing a, a documentary right now, tra Tradition, Fear, Courage, and it's uh, about the plight of an out uh, Sa uh, Saudi Arabian gay man. Um, and she's done a lot of uh, teaching across the country, uh, New York, uh, Washington, D.C., uh, here in San Francisco and Bay Area, and written screenplays. So. She came to me, she's one of our members, and she came to me and said, look, I've got this information, um, I want to help out the studio, and how about for the price of a membership if I come in and I teach these classes? It sounds like a good idea to me, so we put it together, and it was a really great success, and so we're planning on doing another uh, five-session class coming up soon. So again, that was a five-session class, it was $60, um, you came in for three hours a night, five days, um, and learn screenwriting and they had in in class uh, writing and then they had homework assignments and they brought things in and read them to each other and it was just a really great it was a great uh, great class so it sounds like that sounds like a partnership you've created with um, someone who you've traded a service but do you yes. have any other um, partnerships you've established where it's mutually beneficial, but that's because that's definitely a mutually beneficial partnership. Do you have any other partnerships that Berkeley Community Media has where they provide a service that can help um, your community? Well, we, we've had uh, some classes in the past, the directing class. Um, then we've also, the animation class was taught by one of our members. So, and, and then we also have, whenever we have a, a filmmaking challenge, because sometimes we also sponsor those, we have a 48-hour filmmaking challenge where people come in on Friday evening and learn about the specifics of what they have to put in the film 
and then they make a film over the weekend, and then we air it uh, or we, we um, screen it on Sunday night. So they've got two days to do it, and before that, we do kind of a, a filmmaking boot camp where we uh, allow some of the filmmakers and people who've already done films and already done television shows in our studio to come in and give people information about how to quickly do that, how to, you know, prov- you know, uh, plan ahead for things, um, and produce a film. Okay. Um, I met, I saw something else on your website about um, Berkeley Community Media helping um, community members become citizen journalists. Yes. Can you explain um, what you mean by that? Well, when when we were working with community media, it's like you said, very few people know about us. Um, it's kind of an amazing thing that we're right there in the middle of town. We go out to events. We hand out brochures. We hand out business cards, try to get people involved, and we still have people every week after 20, because we've been here for 22 years. And after 22 years, we still have people walking in the door going, I had no idea. I walked by this place every day, and I had no idea that this is what's here. So with another developer, I was contacted by an application developer for phones and a website, and he talked to me, and we set up a thing called what we call Mediafile, and that's M-E-D-I-A-P-H-I-L-E, and it's an application that you can get on Android or iPhone. And you can take pictures and take up to a minute of video of events that are happening and write an article about it and give it a you know title and put your byline in there and send it out. And whoever has the app or is online and is at the website can then read your article and you can you can designate whether it's from downtown Berkeley, South Berkeley, West Berkeley, um, wherever it is, and let people know what's going on. So we kind of did that for the whole East Bay. So it's a way for people to just take their phones, go out, shoot some pictures of, uh, you know, whatever whatever it is, some sort of activism that's going on in the city, some events that's going on in the city, a restaurant that they went to that they really liked, whatever it is, and they can write articles about it and post them, and people can uh, then see them. And the really good thing is that once you make that on Mediafile, you can you can then push that story to your Facebook or your Twitter. So it's just a way for people to do kind of a one-stop thing, and it's hyper-local. So it's people in the East Bay who would be interested in it. So this Mediafile app, and that's M-E-D-I-A-P-H-I-L-E, correct? Correct, uh-huh. And you can okay, just so we're going to say that again for anybody who's listening. M-E-D-I-A-P-H-I-L-E, because they're, they're probably trying to write it down or they probably got distracted for a second and they're like, oh, my gosh, what's that again? Okay, so this, this app available on Android um, is an Android and an iPhone app, correct? Correct, yeah. And then it's also okay. a website, so it's part of our website. And the website is mediafile.bcmtv.org. .bcmtv.org. So this is something that was developed for Berkeley Community Media, or is it something that is an open source um, tool that was tweaked for um, Berkeley Community Media? 
Well, it's a it's a proprietary app that they develop. It's a company that uh, develops and uh, develops it, and um, I can actually give you that information. Uh, let me see if I can call that up. Uh, anyway, yeah, they okay, make we it would love to have that because it sounds like something that's awesome, and I think it's something that other community media centers might be um, interested in having. Um, that they would probably, hey, kind of raise an eyebrow, like, hmm, that sounds like a great idea. So if if you could get me that information, I would be, um, I would love to put it in the show description, um, a link to um, the company that developed that for you guys. Yeah, I just, awesome. I just found it. I just found it. It's okay. called Share It, uh, Share It Mobile. So it's S H A R E I T M O B I L E. Okay. And if great. you go, Thank yeah. You. And so you can find that, and, and, and we've had uh, other media centers. I've gone to the uh, National Conference of the Alliance for Community Media, and I've shown it to some people, and there are other um, access stations across the country that are now going to share it mobile and getting their own media file created and uh, putting it out in their community so that you can get news about, you know, school closings or, you know, there's a lot of information that can be put up on the site. Okay, great. Thank you. So um, how does Berkeley Community Media do their community outreach? Because you said that you've been there over 20 years and you still have people walking in saying, I didn't even know this was here. Um, You said that you do business cards and things like that, but is there anything else you do, um, specifically any particular social media strategy that you've noticed works really well or any community where he's done something in the community that's worked really well. Um, so how exactly does Berkeley Community Media do its out, community outreach to help uh, raise awareness that you are there and that you do have these uh, training uh, tools and resources? Well, well we uh, go out to different events and cover them. We've also done like the mayor debates and we've done some of the other city council and zoning adjustment board um, election uh, forums for some of the people that, that are running for office. We've gone out to events that have booths and put up booths. Uh, we used to cover the How Berkeley Can You Be parade, which was kind of a crazy parade that went up University Avenue, and we'd take all of our you know, a portable studio equipment. So we had a really good presence. We had a booth where we would take people who were participating and interview them and then put them on the air. So we have a TV station where we do PSAs and we just let people know that it's here. Um, and that's pretty much it, except for, you know, uh, the Twitter and Facebook that we have. Okay. I really appreciate you being on the show. Um, Like I said, I like to wrap this up because people have really short attention spans when they listen to podcasts. So I appreciate you coming on and telling us a little bit more about Berkeley Community Media. Thanks again. Thanks to everyone who's listening. You've been listening to Bellwater Radio. Joining me is Brian Scott, Executive Director for Berkeley Community Media. I will put in the show notes links to Berkeley Community Media. Um, media file and the uh, company that made the media file application. So thanks again for joining us, and you guys enjoy your day. Thanks. Mm-hmm.